Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, it is Julie, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast to keep in the theme of all the January goodness that we are doing. I have titled today's episode, Are You Underestimating the Power of Your Purpose? And that question, that idea, came from something that happened to me today <laughs> um, that I was able to unravel how I have underestimated the power of my purpose and where it comes from. And I have to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of funky today because of the story of what I'm about to tell you. I still feel very embarrassed if I'm being really honest, but I'm hoping that going through this process and sharing it and what I've uncovered will help me get to the other side of that story of embarrassment that I'm telling myself because it is causing me to underestimate the power of my purpose. And if you relate to this, maybe you will find some kind of connection to this and maybe you're doing it in your life too. I think um, this conversation is going to be, a, it was a very, very powerful one for me this morning. And um, that's why I wanted to get on and chat with you about it. And now I can't let an episode go by without sharing my mastermind shine with you because I want to make sure to invite you if you feel called to be a part of it. And shine is important. And the reason why is because it truly is a huge part of my life's work, my life's mission, what I am here to do. And if anything about me or my work or my service has called you in or attracted you to be listening to this episode right now, even if it's the first episode that you've ever listened to, or if you have been one of my incredible and avid community members and listeners of this podcast for years, there is something that is connecting you and I together. And the way in which I take that connection and work with it in a higher way to bring more impact into the world is through Shine. Shine is my mastermind that helps leaders, executives, and experts become globally known, highly influential, and it helps them create iconic success. And it's no secret that impact, influence, exposure, all of the things that we talk about on this podcast is exactly what is needed to create that massive brand recognition that you crave. And that's what we make happen inside Shine. My, my mission with Shine is really simple. I want to help you become known as the absolute best at what you do. And I do this by helping you garner opportunities for yourself, you know, ones that maybe you feel like aren't even possible for you, but I help you tap into that. Book deals, speaking on coveted stages, collaborating with the best in the industry, 
for that next level of growth and exposure for your name and your brand. And the reason why I do this is because I've been able to do this for myself. And I love to reflect and teach and serve on the things that I have been actually able to accomplish. I'm a true believer in that, that you, if you want to do something, you have to go and either learn it or figure out how to do it from someone who has actually done what it is that you're trying to do. And so if you are tired of not being known or recognized at a greater capacity and would like to start really stepping into those bigger opportunities, whether it's more media for yourself, um, networking at a higher level, level, collaborating with partners on a larger scale, then I would love for you to join Shine. And really at the end of the day, success can be defined in so many different ways. But for me, success is truly all in who you know and who you surround yourself with. And so I want to make sure that you're doing that the right way. So you can head over to juliesolomon.net slash shine to get your exclusive invitation. Now we are closing the doors to shine on January 31st and our first virtual workshop, which is going to be amazing, is happening on January 15th. So if this is something that you feel called to do, if you're interested, if you're curious, you want to make sure to get in before, I would say January 15th, at the absolute latest, January 31st. Doors are closed, no exceptions after that point. Again, juliesolomon.net slash shine will give you all of the information that you need, and you can get your hands on your exclusive invitation there. And I would love love, love to have you join us. So the power of our purpose, I think we first need to start with what actually happened (laughs) to me today. So um, long story short, I have a dear friend of mine who I respect and admire very, very much who works in the online space. He works for someone who is very, very big in the online space. And he is an incredible, valuable and amazing, remarkable man and husband and father. And he's also an incredible marketer. And I had reached out to him a couple of months ago um, to meet for coffee, lunch, like whatever, right? I was basically asking him, hey, I know that we're friends and I know that you are one of the best book marketers that I've ever met. I want to pick your brain. And so I'm going to do the one thing that I never say that I'm going to do. And I'm going to start asking to pick your brain and ask for favors. And of course, he was so gracious to say, yes, let's meet. So we planned a time and a morning to meet and that morning came and that morning went and I had situations happening with my daughter and I could not get to the, the meeting. And it was kind of one of those mornings that was so crazy. We thought she was sick, yada, yada, um, that I didn't even have the time to like kind of tell him, you know, it was like by the time that I got, that I looked down at my phone, I was supposed to be meeting him right at that moment. And so of course I felt so horrible and I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I think we're gonna have to take my daughter to the doctor. Um, she's okay, but you know, and of course he was understanding and gracious. And I just said, let's try to schedule a different time. So, um, the holidays kind of came and went, um, I reached back out and then he reached back out and he was like, Hey, yes, I would love, you know, love to meet. Let's make it happen. So I scheduled a new time. We were supposed to meet this morning, um, to catch up. And again, like, this is something that I'm asking him to do for me. And this week 
due to a lot of travel craziness that's been happening in the country right now, um, my family has been out of town. They went to go, um, they stayed for an extended time to see my in-laws in Maryland and their flights kept getting delayed. Um, they were supposed to be home Monday. That didn't happen. They were supposed to be home Tuesday. That didn't happen. And so they ended up getting a flight back at like 1230 last night, super late. And this morning (laughs) came and went and I missed the meeting again. I was so frazzled with trying to get my son out the door because he had already missed his first day of school. You know, I had um, my nanny who helps us during the day with Lily Joe was coming back for the first time in the new year. You know, it's like life happens, right? And before I know it, I look down at my phone and I have a text from him and he's like, I hope everything's okay. I'm assuming that you can't come now because it's been like we were supposed to meet an hour ago. And I... I just feel horrible. I, I'm so embarrassed. I immediately call him and I am like, I am so sorry. There really is no excuse other than just like the, the craziness that happened this morning because my family got home so late last night and how can I make this right? And I'm so sorry. And of course, again, he was awesome because he is awesome and gracious. And, you know, he was a little bit hesitant, like, okay, well, you know, this is not going to be like top of his priority list now because I have now stood him up twice. Um, but he's like, yeah, well, it's, it's all good. And, and I know it's all good. And, and, and I, I feel that with him. However, the misery spin that I went through was very eye-opening. And so I want to talk to you about this and, and then how this led to this revelation of underestimating the power of my purpose. Um, and maybe you have some connection here. So I started to, you know, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, Julie, you know, what is wrong with you? Like you, you clearly appreciate this person. You respect him. You like him. You're asking him to do a favor. What, what happened? What happened in your brain? What happened in your, like, how how does this keep happening? And I started to get really, really hard on myself. And, you know, I had to really pause with it. and sit with that and and think about, you know, is this true? You know, it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to feel guilty. It's okay to feel these things, but I couldn't, I couldn't let go of this feeling of, you know, I can't believe that I wasted his time. And if someone did that to me, you know, I probably wouldn't have been so understanding Um, I probably would have been a little bit more self-righteous. I probably would have been really pissed off because I am someone who I don't give my time to a lot of people. You know, I, I have, I used to give my time to too many people. And so I've really created boundaries over the years to kind of be a vault with my time and really honoring my time. And I take a lot of pride in that. And so for me to then, you know, and this is what I was telling myself and being so hard on myself that for someone who values and respects time so much, you had the audacity to stand this man up twice. And even if there's, you know, external factors in life that you cannot control, I was kind of making up and telling myself that I should have still shown up anyways, figured it out, gotten up or like, you know, started making up all of these things that I should have done to keep this from happening. And I knew that that wasn't really serving me either. So 
I sat down in front of my amazing prayer and meditation altar and I put on my meditation music and I found one that I, I do these meditations. You can find them on YouTube. Um, they're different frequencies. They're just different kind of sounds. And I, I tried to find one on self-love and self-acceptance because I, I was thinking to myself, this is not loving. Yes, I made a mistake. And yes, I need to be aware at what that is and, and take actions in the future to not do this. But why am I clinging to this idea of being so afraid of messing up, being so afraid of making a mistake, being so afraid of being wrong and having, you know, this amazing person that I know and I admire and I respect to think those things of me, you know, I don't want other people that I respect and love to think bad of me. And I think that that's a very normal feeling or thought to have, but it's also very unrealistic because we can't control what other people think of us. And here I was trying to control that. And so as I sat with the meditation, all of these thoughts started coming up and, you know, I was saying these things of, you know, what's wrong with me? I can't believe that I did this. You know, why wasn't I being more responsible? You know, just all of this stuff. And what I call this is a misery spin. And I talk about spins in my book that's coming out in June. I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it. Um, you're going to be able to order it in March. But I talk about, I call them resistance spins in the book. But this morning I was like, I am having a resistance spin to loving and accepting myself, but I'm also, I'm having this like misery spin. Like I am getting some kind of payoff in just this self-deprecation this morning. And so as I was going through it, I realized that when I don't get things right and whatever right that means for Julie, who's the achiever and she's the type A. And, you know, again, all these stories that I tell myself, like I'm not the person that's supposed to miss a meeting. I'm the person that's supposed to have it all together. I'm the, the person that's supposed to remember and be able to do anything and everything that I say that I'm going to do, you know, all of that stuff. And so I, I realized in this moment, and I was able to, to really journal is that these thoughts, this misery spin that I was putting myself through, you know, I was being so hard on myself when I don't get it right all the time. And, and then I knew that I had to go to a practice that I started doing a couple of years ago that I also share in the book. And this is whenever I am having challenges like this, whenever I, one of my biggest character flaws that I really understand and own is how self-critical I can be and how hard on myself that I can be. And maybe you relate to that. I am, I am horribly hard on myself and it, and it's, it, it takes a lot for me to kind of let myself off the hook. Um, obviously I can own my stuff, but then there also has to be a time that we allow that, that self-love and that self-compassion to come in. So we let ourselves off the hook. We can learn from what we don't like and we can move forward from that. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. 
You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business Business for sponsoring the show. So I went to the three A's um, that I also talk about in the book, and I want to walk you through them now because it really helped me with this situation. And then we're going to get to the um, how this kind of unlocked this revelation within me about how I've been underestimating because of this, how I underestimate the power of my purpose. So the three A's, I did not create the three A's. They have been in the therapy circles and 12 step circles forever. Um, you know, so if you've ever gone to a therapist, if you're in any type of program, you probably know what the three A's are. If you're not, then I'm so excited to at least share them with you, um, and how I use them in my life. But the three A's stand for awareness, acceptance, and action. And it's through awareness, acceptance, and action that we can basically move from a state or a state of being or an experience or a thought or a feeling that doesn't serve us into a more loving space. And so when I kind of got out of my meditation and I was flooded with all of these just horrible, negative, awful thoughts about myself, I knew that I had to go into the three A's because they, they never do me wrong. They always do me right. So I started journaling, you know, I am aware that I missed the meeting twice. I am aware that I respect and admire this person and missing the meeting twice, you know, makes me feel bad and makes me feel guilty. I accept that I forgot and, and scheduled, honestly, if I, if I'm being honest, I'm like, I don't know if a morning meeting is really the best thing for my life. I've got kids. The mornings are always crazy And so through this awareness, acceptance, and action, I was like, oh, the awareness that I missed the meeting, you know, a part of that was because of of what time it was and how crazy my mornings are. That's good awareness. Julie, you shouldn't probably schedule meetings in the morning in the future if you're going to have a really challenging time. It it honestly, it's, it's a little unrealistic of me to think that I'm going to be able to show up as the best version of myself at an early morning meeting, just knowing all of the personal and family responsibilities that I have in the morning. So the gift of the three A's, awareness, acceptance, and action and doing this journal practice, it allows you to, to start seeing, you know, kind of where your part to play in it is and how you can release it in a loving way. So the awareness was that I missed the meeting. I accept that I that I couldn't get there, that I forgot that I had other things going on. I accept that that's, that I had a fault in that. And I accept that I scheduled the meeting probably at, at not an ideal time now when I really think about it. And then the action that I'm going to take in the future is that I will not schedule meetings at this time. 
if it's not working for me. And in the future, I will make sure to promptly admit when I messed up and always ask the other person, which I did ask him, how can I make it right? I'm so sorry. How can I make it right? Then I went a little bit deeper because that was the first awareness, acceptance, and action. Then I'm also aware that I'm giving myself a really hard time for this. You know, sometimes life just happens. And then I went to, well, why? Why am I giving myself a hard time? Well, it's because I wasn't perfect. (laughs) So can I accept that I'm not perfect? I wrote down, I accept that I wasn't perfect in this moment. But do I really accept that? And I think that's the most interesting part about the three A's, the awareness, the acceptance, and action. It's easy to go through the awareness a lot of times. And, and a lot of times for people, it's actually pretty manageable to take action. What most people want to bypass is the acceptance piece. It is, it is hard to accept the faults, hard to accept our part to play in things, hard to accept the hard truths. And I need to accept that. I need to accept that I couldn't be, wasn't capable of being perfect in that moment. I wasn't capable of not making a mistake in that moment. I wasn't capable of having the awareness that I shouldn't schedule meetings early in the morning because it's happened twice now. So like, thank you for the sign. (laughs) It's bright, it's neon, and I see it. Um, And then the action from this was that I will go easier on myself when I make mistakes, I will go easier on myself when I'm not perfect. Then what else came to me is that I am not a mistake. I may have made a mistake, but I am not a mistake. And so I think, you know, walking yourself through these moments of how you really feel, where they come from, what is that origin story? You know, what story am I living by? by believing this, the story that I can't mess up. If I mess up, the world's going to end. You know, I don't want other people. And, and here's the thing. I don't know if you're this way. When it comes to strangers, I don't really care what they think. <laughs> it's the people that I actually care about. You know, I do care what they think. And I think that there's, there's, there's a part of us that should, to a degree, you know, care about what family and friends and spouses and children think about us. But I think that list needs to be super, super, super small. And I had to get honest with myself today that at the end of the day, I know who I am and he knows who I am and he doesn't think bad of me. And I know that he doesn't think bad of me. And what I want or desire doesn't really matter in that moment. It's just owning my part to play and moving forward, which I did. And so... That is, that is really kind of where I came to. Um, and this idea of how unaccepting we can be with our own faults. And, you know, I think about it like, and, and I know I mentioned it earlier, you know, where I can be a little self-righteous. Like if someone did that to me, I think my first gut reaction would be like, oh, I'd be so pissed off. Like how dare that person, you know, not be respectful of my time. And honestly, there's, there's a big part of me that would be that way, but it would be my hope that the more loving, compassionate side of me would say, you know what, Jules, 
this really doesn't have your name on it. Like, okay, this person couldn't make it twice. Life got in the way. So what? How important is it really? How important is it really that this person did or did not show up? And so I think that that was a great lesson for me is remembering that there, there's always going to be like the truth of like the kind of the, the flare that I can have in, in the reaction. But then there also can be this really divine, loving, compassionate way that I can have too. And I, I think that the person that I know this man to be is a very loving and compassionate person. And so he's probably not even really thinking about this at all at this point. And here I am still like spinning about it on a podcast. And so that's the gift really of situations and experiences that happen like that, because it allows us to really find where our resistance spins are, where our misery spins are, where we don't let ourselves off the hook. Um, you know, where we have these feelings of self-hatred and self-pity and being hard on ourselves. And when, you know, we feel so guilty for not getting it right all the time and making a mistake. Now, here is how it relates to purpose. Now, I first want to share, you know, to me, what purpose is. Purpose is really your why, at least to how I have understood it in my life, how I have um, shared it with others, how I've written about it. Um, you know, it's, it's really your, your why I say your passions are your, what your purpose is your why. And when your purpose is activated, your, you know, your, your promise, your, your why, when that is activated into the worlds, you know, it has immense power. It has immense, immense power. And I think that anytime that your purpose is present, it means that anything is possible. And I think that that is so important because when I think about situations like the story that I told you about that happened this morning, I wasn't living from my purpose when I started to allow myself to be so hard on myself. I wasn't coming from my place of purpose. I wasn't embodying my purpose, but the intention of what I was doing was still just as powerful as my purpose. So I can either live from and buy my purpose, or I can live from and buy those defects and those stories that I tell myself that really do not serve me. And so I think that that, that is the thing that I started realizing is that if I'm not living from my purpose but I, I still have these words and the, these intentions that I'm telling myself that I'm giving immense power to these words and to these intentions. And I'm actually allowing this story of, I can't make a mistake. I'm not good enough. What's wrong with you? You know, I can't believe that you missed the meeting, whatever that is. I am actually giving that I'm activating inside that a higher energy which means I'm going to get more of that. And so this was really, really powerful to me because it showed me that I need to either recommit to the purpose or recommit 
to the misery spin. And so that is what has been so true to me is that if I am not living from the purpose, if I am not, you know, and it's not just the stories that we tell other people, it's not just how we treat other people. It's how we treat ourselves that I am horribly, fiercely underestimating the power of my purpose when I choose to stay locked in these spins of self-deprecation, of self-pity, of self-hatred, of being hard on myself. Because I think that when we are living from our, from our purpose, we are, we are bearing witness to our shift towards destiny, towards our destiny, to what we want in life. But when we aren't in the light of our purpose, that's when we get like the unkept promises, the messy, the messy funk, these unconscious ways of being, right? And so that is, that is what I wanted to share is that I went on this, this crazy internal journey of going from this situation that happened, me not being able to change or control the situation, me hating myself for that, all of the stuff that I shared with you. And then it actually revealing to me that if I'm choosing, like if that one, if that's going to be the cliff I'm going to die on, then I am severely underestimating the power of my purpose. And I'm not even connected to my purpose. And so I want you to think about that. Like think of the last time you thought about either living up to or underestimating the power of your purpose. Are you living your purpose? Are you treating yourself horribly, thus underestimating the power of your purpose? Are you giving more power to these negative self-talk, self-thoughts? Or are you giving power to where it should be, which is to your purpose? Has your purpose been upheld or has it been broken? And how have you allowed that by the way in which you talk to yourself and the way in which you judge yourself? And I think the biggest takeaway for me today that I'm, I have to leave myself with is that my thoughts do create my, my reality. The inward story that I have is just as important as the outward story that I share. And so I want to leave you with two questions today. The first one is, what story are you living by? What are the stories that you tell yourself every day? If, if the situation that happened to me this morning, if that would have happened to you, maybe you wouldn't have reacted the way that I did. You know, maybe, maybe you would have been like, hey, you know, crap happens and you would have moved on, which is where I want to get to. Maybe you already have the awareness, acceptance and action, which is amazing. But if not, if you are someone that would have, you know, been hard on yourself, if you're someone that would have made excuses, if you're, you know, if you're someone that would have done any of those things, then what story are you living by? That is the first question. The second one is, what story do you want to live by this year? When you keep that idea of not wanting to underestimate the power of your purpose, what story do you want to live by this year so you don't underestimate the power of your purpose? And then finally, are you underestimating the power of your purpose? Are you underestimating the power of your purpose by the way that you talk to yourself, by the way that you handle mistakes when they happen? by not going easy on yourself. And so I think that in the end of it, I have chosen to recognize that even though the end result wasn't what I wanted 
or even wasn't what I hoped for. It was exactly what I needed. It was actually for the highest good and benefit to myself. It was an opportunity for me to go easier on myself, recognize when I don't, to kind of loosen the reins a little bit, to surrender, to let go. And just to remember that tomorrow's a new day and today's a new day. I can start the day over today and I can choose to learn and to see through the power of my purpose, which is a very loving and kind and compassionate place to be. And so I think that 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 is where I I kind of, I I leave off to. And I think that because, because of the gift of awareness, acceptance, and action, there can be more to the story because we have choices. And so we can, we can learn to use the three A's in those moments to get us to the other side as quickly as possible. And so I hope that this resonates with you today. I know that it's a lot to process. It's still a lot to process for me. Um, and I also, it's, it's nice because now that like I've, I've gotten, I've finished what I wanted to say, it's, it's kind of not that big of a deal. You know, I get to sit with these, these core belief systems, start to move past them, start to have more awareness and acceptance and action for who I am and, and how I show up in the world and the mistakes that I've made. And then, you know, I get to go a little bit easier on myself. And I think that that is the goal. And I think that that's what our purpose would want. And I think that if we want to overestimate, activate the power of our purpose to an even greater capacity, that's where I think it starts. I think it starts with letting ourselves off the hook when we're not perfect, when we make mistakes, going easier on ourselves, being aware of the story that you're living by today, accepting it for what it is, and then taking action on what story that you want to live by starting today for the rest of the year and for your lifetime to come. So if today's episode resonated with you at all, if you've ever gotten through anything like this, because I have so many stories like this, this was just the first one that, that you know, allowed me to really see the root of, of the challenge. If you have that too, I would love to know if you could screenshot today's episode, tag me on Instagram at Jill Solomon. Let me know if you can relate. Let me know if you have had any type of awareness, acceptance, and action through situations similar. Um, Let me know if you go through misery spins and how you get yourself to the other side of it. Let me know if you feel like you're underestimating the power of your purpose by living and believing these limiting self-compromising stories that we can all have inside us and what you're going to choose to release and what story you want to live by this year. All right, friends, thank you again so much for being here today. Next week, we have an awesome episode coming up with Kendra Hall that is actually all about the stories that we tell ourselves. She has a new book coming out. She's remarkable. You're not going to want to miss that one. And then we have some exciting things coming up in February. I have a brand new free challenge that I am creating for you guys that helps you unlock the limitations that you have, just like what we talked about this year and how to get to the other side of them so you can get what you want. This challenge is completely free. It's a 28-day challenge that we're going to be doing throughout the month of February over the course of the four weeks in February. And um, it's going to be pretty awesome. I think that it feels really 
now is the time to bring this to you. And I think that you're going to be ready for it. Also, we're going to have a great Facebook community that you can join if you'd like just to get some support and accountability. And you're going to be getting a great workbook study guide for me, as well as the weekly prompts to get out of the misery spins and the resistance spins that we can all find ourselves in and to step into a new way of living, a lighter way of living, um, the way of living that I think that we were all intended to live and that we've been put on this earth to live so we can get what we want. So more to come there. I will be sharing next week how you can get access to this free challenge and where to go to find that. All right, guys, same time, same place next week. Thank you for being here. All right, that is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.